<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Organic Football Podcast. I'm your host, Sorrow, and I have with me, once again, Brad and Rich. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, man, you're, you're coming to us too quick. We have to do our intro here. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> uh, no, do, doing, doing well, man. It's been a long day. I think it was a long day for all of us, guys. Man. Yes. So, how Brad? You, Brad? Yeah, long day. Happy to be here. Ready to talk some football. You know what screws the week up is a is a uh, it was Labor Day yesterday, so kind of screwed everything up, and everything falls on Tuesday. So it's like having two Mondays in one. So whatever, it's Tuesday. Got the show going, so happy to be here. Um, <clears throat> before we get going, if you have not yet subscribed to our uh instagram facebook if you haven't followed us on either one of those feel free to do that right now rate and review us drop us a line um you know throw us a comment i don't know do something and we'll get back to you so with that do said, something yeah do something <laughs> that that's it just do something you know do something with your lives come on ex- exactly <laughs> well yeah yeah, that, I hope that's not too mean, you guys, but, you know. Um, <clears throat> but we are a couple days away from, well, depending on when you guys listen to this, we're a couple days away from the uh, season opener, Tampa Bay and uh, uh, Dallas. Am I right on that? I am right on that. Okay. So depending on when this airs, it might be tomorrow, it might be two days from now, it might be the day of, but um, we're all pretty excited about that. And I think everybody out there is as well. So, but we're gonna set all that aside. We're gonna jump right into the Cardinals because that's what we uh, like to talk about to start. So, our our Week One matchup, we're at Tennessee, and the Cardinals are favored by three points. Is that right, Rich? We are underdogs of three. Oh, points, we're underdogs so. three points. Okay, yep. I read that yep. wrong there. Over under fifty two. I'm gonna go with under. Not not because anybody asked me to say that, but I I, I wrote <laughs> that in my notes. I'm going under. There's no way in hell we're scoring or the you know collectively fifty two points. What do you guys think? Uh, it's a tough one. I do think I do think it's tough over unders beginning of the season, especially. I I always tell Brad though. Over-unders are like, I don't know what they are with me, but I don't usually jive very well with them. Something about them, I don't bet very well on them. So I do steer clear of them for the most part. If I had a lean, it'd probably be just slightly under. I mean, I think it's going to be about a 48-point game somewhere in there, but that's usually steer clear region. If you're only at four points of where you think you're going to be, I would steer clear. Yeah, generally speaking... I don't bet anymore, but when I did bet, if I thought the under was going to hit or I didn't think the over was going to hit, vice versa, I know it sounds like the same thing, but actually, to me, it's a little different. But, uh, yeah, so if that's the case, I always did a no bet. Like, if I thought the under had a chance of hitting, I just stayed away. I just always bet. If I liked the over, I bet the over. If I thought the under was going to hit, I just stayed away. Because there's only X amount of points. Because, like, let's say the spread was at 48 47 you only have so many points in front of you and then someone one dollars bobs you you know 48 49 50 51 you get all these extra points so to me it's better odds to go with the over as long as you like the over i once heard a guy who was like talking to another better he goes i just 
I can't imagine just betting unders. It seems so like masochistic and like <laughs> just like <laughs> why would you want to just sit there in that negativity <laughs> like I don't want them to score I don't want them to catch the ball <laughs> it's just like a weird mentality but that's a good point. I don't know a lot of a lot of things are they are like the sharper play a lot of times I do think actually on the unders but because I do think public's public money typically leans towards overs when it's over under stuff but you know uh yeah I hear you Last thing on that, to be fair, uh, a, a collective score of 52 points, not a bad game, right? Um, so that's why I'm no, taking that's pretty the good. That's a pretty yeah, a, that's a pretty average, um, a little bit clicked above average, I would say, scoring in an NFL game. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I could like, see yeah. I could see the defenses coming to play a little bit in this game. So, I hope I hope for the Cardinals' sake that they that the defense comes to play because that plus three. Um, I don't even know if I like that, that to be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a little nervous for this game for the Cardinals on the road to open the season. I wonder if Cliff Kingsbury is prepared, if he's prepared his team enough for this trip to start the season. Uh, so we'll see. Going into Tennessee up against Mike Vrabel and a, a good, solid, up-and-down team that's made the playoffs the past two years, it, it worries me as a Cardinals fan. So I actually just played the, you know, foreshadowed the game in my head. I see Derrick Henry getting two rushing touchdowns, Ryan Tannehill throwing for two touchdowns, and a kick, and they get a field goal. So I'm thinking they can score 31 points. I see Cardinals getting three touchdowns and two field goals. So that's 27. Which kind of leads me to think that Way over then. Tennessee covers, and it's going to be an over. You got us to 58 points there, buddy. That's six points. All right, so that's Brad. I'm calling it 24-17 Cardinals. Rich, what do you got? Oh, unfortunately, I think I'm going to go 24. Nah, let's go 27-24 Tennessee. Okay. Good. We We can put that one to rest and revisit it next week after it plays itself out. So Put a pin in it. Somebody write that down. I'm gonna okay, write that yeah. down. I'm gonna write that down. Oh, actually, I've been thinking about that, man. We we need to put a little ad out or something for like a, a producer, man. Wouldn't that be badass? That producer <laughs> yeah, just, just that, sits there. Okay, write hey, that down. Write that shit down. They'll, they'll look shit up for us. Uh, they could do the editing. So you know, anybody interested out there, you just you just let me know. That By the way, it doesn't up. pay, but you know, no pay. It's no fun. Pay. Part it's of, a lot of part fun. of the process. Yes. <laughs> um. I might, we might be able to hook you up with some weed when we do the live shows. That'd be probably part of the program. Exactly. Uh, I'll buy you a drink or two, maybe three yeah. or four, but um, yeah. apply within. So anybody, anybody interested? Yes, apply within. Exactly. All right, I got. Brad, did Brad, you go get a sweatshirt? Or... <laughs> Is he cold? Dude, I'm cold. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth are about to be chattering. Turn on that this AC down, or turn that AC up or down. Dude, I don't know what that. Babies, know. man. I know, she they gotta have that shit at like 61 degrees. I know, I yeah, just I chugged a Pedialyte so I got all this like cold chill. liquid in me. <laughs> Freezing. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I fucking didn't even realize you were gone. All of a sudden you come back, he's all cuddled, cuddled up. Bundled in up. Sweatshirt. <laughs> Brad just, Brad loves his hoodies though, you know that, so. Um... Let's see. Before we move on, I got twenty four seventeen. Rich is at twenty seven twenty four. Tennessee. I'm Cardinals. Brad, what was your score? We're gonna do a, kind of a preemptive uh, 
thing where we just kind of guess some scores on the Cardinals. I kind of want to do that. Okay. We'll predict the Cardinals all year? By week, yeah, yeah. by week. And we, Brad, we put an ad out for producer while you were gone, too. Yeah. Oh, sweet. We'll see if it that happens. Been, it has not been filled yet. Yeah, still still an opening there. So Sometimes you so just got to believe. Give us sorrow. your total... Wasn't it? What did you say? Thirty-one. He said thirty-one twenty-seven. Right, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, thirty-one twenty-seven. Tennessee. All right. So I've got the cards. You guys have Tennessee. Brad's got the over. Rich has the what's forty-seven fifty-one. Uh, Not weird. quite. And I'm well <laughs> under. So I think we can stick a fork in that one and revisit it next week after the game plays out. Next up, Jordan Phillips on IR. I checked the injury report and the uh, questionables today, so he he stood out. Yeah, did he? Uh, yeah, Jordan Phillips. He's out for three weeks. When they they are, I did note. It's good for people to know they did keep around the rule of the three week IR for this season. So when people go on IR, you can see that there's going to be different designations too. There will be season-ending IR, and it will be designated that way. So pay attention to that. When someone goes on three-weeker, they're just out three weeks. It could be a little bit longer, but they expect the person back in about three weeks. So Jordan Phillips, um, he's a key cog on the defensive line. So I don't like seeing that heading in to play against Eric Henry. A little worrisome there. Um, other than that, uh, I did get a little, little blip about what actually happened with the Malcolm Butler situation this week. I don't know if you guys Yeah, what's up with it, that? But, um, I know it's personal, but... Well, it was personal, right? Yeah, like, he, like, deleted all of his shit off of Instagram and, like, took the Cardinals away off of his shit. So, so like, something pissed him off. And um, I find out, I think, what it came out th- down to this week was that Marco Wilson was named the starter while he was in camp. So... He was going to Marco Wilson, the rookie, was going to be taking his spot. He didn't like that, so that's what it boiled down to. Um, him and Byron Murphy were going to be starting corners, and he wasn't, so he was out of here, which is kind of a bitch move. Yeah, we're going to call that a bitch move. I tried to get on the Google machine and read some stuff, and all the they put it much more lightly than bitch move, like you guys just said, but. They were just like, you know, he's old, he, he's not running like he used to, yada, 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 and that was it. He's, what, 29 or 31 years old, somewhere around there? I think he's right about late 30, 20s. 30 or 31. He's the yeah. 30 or 31, yeah. So, lo and behold, uh, the rookie beat him out on the starting spot, uh, or, you know, as the starter, so he decided to, to bow out and just say, you know what, I'm done, so... Yeah, it is what it is. It, you know, I was a little Cardinals worried about this kind whole... of. I was going to say I was a little worried about the whole, you know, Malcolm Butler retiring and stuff. But if the rookie beat him out on his job, I mean, he's obviously doing well. well that's what I was saying, Brett. I already, I'd already seen just the little glimpses I got of him that he he is a very good cornerback. So knowing that from just like what I've seen of it and then them having actually decided not nah, Malcolm Butler you can actually be the second stringer um, it, it does buoy me a lot for what what these corners and, and the whole secondary is actually going to be able to do for the Cardinals and good on the Cardinals man and they paid Butler a lot of money to come in here and then they still have it like well we're just going to put the best guy out there so sorry was that a one-year or two-year deal? Was it one-year, 3.25, or two-year? One-year? Okay. One-year. 
one year. So, I mean, they didn't give him a ton of money, but they did give him some. And, um, you know, Kyle, Kyle will do that. He'll take his risks. He knows he knows what he's doing with this stuff. So I hope I hope there's a little bit more of that maybe on the He doesn't ride. get that money, though, right? He retired. Uh, depends. depends on the depends contract. On yeah, I guess what it's guaranteed. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't getting a lot of guarantee. Yeah, but probably not a lot of guarantee. Dude, but that's Where's bullshit. If you retire before week exactly. one... To me, you've done, like, zero to fulfill your contract. So, like, you don't even get guarantees. Yeah, where's the probation period? You should be at least yeah. four games of a probation period before you uh, can collect on health insurance and whatnot, you know? No, if you play so, one actual game, I don't, I'm cool with that. Because shit can happen. You can break some shit, you know? Don't don't some players get paid per game past their guarantee? Like, it's like, here's your guarantee, and if you play this many games, you get paid this much money if you make it to the... Uh, division AF or uh, division conference, blah blah blah. Like it just, it you just bonus out. So the incentive there's, is there's insane. certain contracts like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely interesting. All right. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's Cardinals. Let's that's talk Cardinals NFL talk. Shit. We'll see what happens. We're gonna revisit our uh, predictions next week. I'm pretty excited we'll about see, that. We'll see. See who knows the cards. And then we can keep score like they do on the uh, the old television there with Terry Bradshaw and all those guys. So, um, yeah. you know how they. You want to hear something funny? I just did the math on this blah, real quick. Blah. You know, mm-hmm. well, doing math, salaries huh? you talked about. You know, for each week they get so much money. Patrick Mahomes makes yeah. twenty four point eight million dollars a year. So in an eighteen week calendar uh-huh. season, he gets paid one point three seven million dollars for every game he plays. For every is eighteen, every game 18 from? it's huh? seventeen. Eighteen. Oh well, I get, he gets paid for the bye week. Seventeen games. I oh, he gets paid for the bye week. Oh. That's like it's like a paid vacation, right? Yeah, you got you. You deserve your so, vacation time. <laughs> Costa Rica, you get paid. Now let's break that down. Like One point three seven million dollars per week. <laughs> per week, holy crap! That's pretty good, man. I like that. Well, good but on that pay scale, for him, playoffs I mean, are free. He, Playoffs are free. Yeah, they, no, they have like a they have like a maximum game check for playoffs. It's it's not totally free. It's like you get like a hundred grand or something for this level, and then the next level is like two hundred grand or some shit like that. Did you know that? I know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they you they did. changed the pay structure for um, rookies coming in. I think it was right before. Who's the Jets quarterback, Sanchez? Sanchez and that group got paid a lot of money. And then right after them, your first two or three years, you got paid dog shit. You had to prove yourself. And then, boom, that's when you, you, you score, Sam Bradford. essentially. Sam Bradford is the Bradford. one that killed it. Yep. He was the number one yep. pick. He got paid like two hundred, like $178 million, something ridiculous. He actually had two $200 million contracts. It was crazy. And then year three, that's when they decide, like, no, you're three years in, you get paid the big money. He double dipped like yep. a motherfucker. Yep, good times, good times. All right, well, we got week one coming up Thursday night, as we as we uh, discussed. Are you guys besides the Cardinals? What which game are you going to be watching this weekend? Or this? Yeah, the, um, yeah. Which game are you watching on Sunday? All of them. All of them. I'll be, but I but, definitely but, will be watching all of them. I think um, I think I had a few interesting ones. I thought the Sunday night game will definitely be pretty interesting. Um, 
I, I, I wonder how much Los Angeles will kind of just tear apart Chicago and is it even possible we could see I, I wonder if I could see, we could see Justin Fields already in that game what about uh, the Steelers and the Bills anybody have any thoughts on that game that one kind of stood out to me that would be a great game I mean that's a that's a playoff game I right think there. it's going to be a good game I think that's going to be an over on the 52 by the way I actually what I'm sorry if, over on the 52 if I, oh if i if the over under that's oh. that's going to be a high scoring game i think i, I think that. so yeah yeah those no? are really good defenses both of them those where is it really being played offenses though too aren't they is it being played in pittsburgh uh, i want to say in buffalo uh, yeah it's in buffalo weather's still nice it's nice yeah yeah i, don't I, don't know. Know. I, I, I can see, I can see pittsburgh being real hungry yeah, that's true. They try to run the ball, but also Najee Harris as a rookie, do they go out and just like give him the ball 20, 25 times right out the gate? I don't know. I, I, I could see Sorrow's point that this could turn into like a little track show. Um, you know, just Buffalo is going to be able to air the ball out, I think, a little bit against the Steelers. And I think conversely, Big Ben is going to want to come out and kind of like show what he's got still a little bit. So I could see this this game going over. I could see Pittsburgh being in the game, too, being a little fucking disgruntled from how their season ended last year. Yeah. And what do you think about the Buffalo run game? To me, it, it feels like it's a hole. They have discrepancies. Like, Zach Moss isn't uh, impressing me. Singletary, he's nice out of the backfield catching balls, but I don't feel like they got a third down back in there. Well, I, I honestly believe that if they – if they gave those running backs the chance to be part of the run game, they'd they'd probably perform pretty well. For some reason, I feel like they steer away from it. They pass the ball a lot, um, which I think they'll like. I like I've said. I think coming into this season, they'll steer Josh Allen away from running the ball as much as he has and putting himself at risk and at risk of making dumb decisions. But for some reason, I still think. They're just gonna pass the shit out of the ball. It doesn't mean that they're gonna that they're as a team gonna run the ball that much more. I think they're gonna pass the shit out of the ball. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a bad idea when you have uh, Stefan Diggs. They added Emmanuel Sanders. Um, who's that third receiver? Gabe Davis. Those, those are good receivers, man. I, I I don't I don't disagree with the tactic of airing it out with Josh Allen and those three receivers. All right. Well. Actually, the only game. thing I will actually add to that, Rich, is I think Josh Allen, it's in his instinct. You tell him not to run, someone's chasing him, he's just going to run. So I, I, I think you might see like a 10, 15, 20% dial back in runs, but Josh Allen's still going to be Josh Allen. If he sees a first down, he's going to pick it up. He's got a winning, a winning spirit. He's going to have TJ Watt chasing him, so we'll see. He will be chasing him. He will be chasing him. Back to the Thursday night game. Um, That's a highlight here. So Tampa Bay, Dallas. Dallas at Tampa Bay. Oh, Rich. Rich went away. Where are you at? He's good. He's good. There you are. Okay. He's just videoless. Um, Dallas at Tampa Bay Thursday night, uh, minus 7.5, which, hang, hang on. Let me figure this out. Tampa's this minus means seven Tampa and a half. Bay has to win, win by, by seven, seven and, and a half or more. 
or more, yeah, in order to cover. I, I haven't done much sports betting. I keep getting fucking ads everywhere that I look. Um, it's like the win or the MGM or DraftKings. Like, which one should I? Oh, we're going to talk about that later. I got to sign up for this. But over under 52, this game for sure is going over 52 points, I think. I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot Dallas closer struggling in this game. Yeah. Tampa's going to oh, put really? up about 30. So you like Dallas? Oh, you're saying on the over under, not, mm-hmm. yeah. not on the spread. I don't oh, think Dallas I think is going to have a lot of cover. I think Tampa. Tampa covers. Cover that. It's actually, just so you know, it moved to eight today, my most spots. Okay, you'd be so hard pressed. You're, you're probably hard pressed to find a seven and a half anymore. This game opened at six and a half, too, over the summer. Kind of kicking myself for not taking it back then but it is what it is oh so if you lock it in at six and a half then you have they have to honor it huh oh yeah once you take your bet at what a certain odds that's your bet man yeah you've taken it but can work against you too i mean player goes out that's one thing for this season like i'm definitely working on changing my mindset because last season i would tell myself i mean this is a little early but whatever uh you know, last season I would tell myself, okay, if I could find an edge in a line, it's pr- probably going to come early in the week or even on the look-ahead lines, which are a week in advance. Um, I, don't, I don't advise it for this season. I've totally backed off of that mentality just because we're not going to know 100% who's out there on the field until day of. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a bet until day of this season unless it has something not to do kind of with like major players like if it's an obscure little prop bet or something like that then go ahead and take it but also those don't change their odds that much what you will see odd changes on is the the line and the over under so look out for that i'm waiting i'm waiting until sunday for my nfl bets this year so here's how i kind of see that game going down i do think the over could come close to hitting because dallas is going to stop start off hot they might get like 14 17 21 points right away but Tampa Bay's defense is really good. Like, I put them as, like, a top three, top five defense for sure. So Dallas defense is probably, like, the five, one of the top five worst defenses. And if there's ever a team that's not going to have a Super Bowl hangover, it's Tom Brady. I mean, dude, the dude was doing snaps in the fourth, fourth quarter of a preseason game with his rookie center, just trying to get some practice in. So he is not going to let anyone on that team have any kind of Super Bowl hangover. So they're going to come out and they want to show, like, hey, dude, we're still here. We're dominant. Get out of our way. And, yeah, I think Dallas is not going to be able to keep up. So I see a double-digit win by the Patriots. Or Patriots. <laughs> That's funny. The Tampa Patriots. Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> slip, of the, slip of the mind. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I, I forgot to mention that uh, as for what it pertains to this game even, uh Dallas's offensive lineman Zach Martin is going to be out because of COVID protocol. I think that even clicks more in my mind that they're not going to have a, a good run game in this in this game, and it's going to be falling on Dak's shoulders, pushing it to the outside. Where Tampa Bay also has a, a, a great strength at cornerback, so I, I think it all lines up for Tampa Bay in a nice, pretty sizable victory. I think it's going to be around ten, so I wouldn't really fuck with it. Plus on the on the line. I actually don't think this lineman is really going to affect the run game too much because Mike McCarthy doesn't actually run the ball. So I do think it will affect the pass game because, you know, people are going to be able to get to a Dak that much sooner. And I'm telling you, man, he's not 100% yet. So 
If he takes a bad hit, dude, I mean, there's they some fucking scary guys. Oh, yeah. They say. Dallas is trying to say he is. They say I was under the impression fight. he was not starting this week, but that was like a week ago, so... Tom Brady's healthy all year. Tom Brady's always healthy. Don't you know that? He Dude, he had, a, and he, he had a bad the time. Yeah, he, yeah, but he, he worked had through surgery, it. Because yeah. yeah. he's not a little bitch. Because of that Chipotle. Oh, you guys want to hear a funny story real quick about Chipotle? <laughs> so my mom, I, uh, I, I'm open I for did some work for my mom's house, yeah. and she tried to give me a check, and she's like, no. I'm like, I don't want your check, mom. Just I'm doing it here. I'm, it's free. you know. So what does she do? She goes out and buys Chipotle gift cards. I can't say no to that. <laughs> nice. Well played, mother. No, you cannot. Well played. She I won't knew. take your I won't take your money, but I will take your Chipotle gift cards all day. I mean, we'll work for Chipotle gift cards. Dude, I would. That's Why wouldn't you? What, that's literally yeah. what he would do. He he will work for burritos. I gotta get back on the burrito. I keep getting the bowl. That's I think that's why I'm kind of burnt out on it. But anyway. Um, we, Dude, we queso, guacamole, switch it up. You can even get a quesadilla. <laughs> you guys, if I told you my uh, Chipotle um, order, you would you would run me off the show. I, I like the <laughs> I, I like the Sofritas. I'm not going to lie; it's it's fantastic. It's There's delicious. no judgment here. It's Everything so, they make is delicious. It is so good. It tastes like fucking meat, but it's not meat. Not like I'm <laughs> not a meat eater, but I like to switch it up, but. Um. Anyway, I digress. Here we go. So, Zach Martin, <laughs> COVID protocol. <clears throat> Let's just talk about COVID for the whole season. Last season, I would say we were affected on a scale of 1 to 10, a 2.5. Like, it wasn't that bad. I think one or two games were canceled, right, overall. But overall, they did pretty good. They postponed a lot. They I postponed. Think maybe they canceled. Maybe they only one game. One game, like a yeah, Steelers like, game or a Buffalo game or something like that. Maybe that was just totally it, shifted. We it was a totally yeah. shit show canceled that week and then they shifted it. But it was. I mean, I felt like it was a shit show. I felt Dude, there like was games that were being replayed like in like six, like two weeks later. We we're playing you know, games like, on Tuesday. Yeah, on a Tuesday. Yeah, like, but still, yeah, they I fucking mean, that's made what it, it dude. fucked with us. Yeah, I but mean, they, no, good on them, good on the NFL to get through it, for sure. Like, I think they did a really good job of managing it and just, like, pushing through. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they really managed things. I, I do think they went more to the side of just pushing through things and just Fly fucking going, but they got their season off. Yeah, hey, but I will say this, <laughs> though. Nobody so you have know. a guy starting Tuesday, <laughs> and you're not 100% sure that game is going to get played, like... I mean, for us in our in our league, this is a backup plan that we did, so you guys can implement this in your league. We actually said, "Hey, if Tuesday doesn't get played, I want this guy to play instead, so that way we can actually, you know, retro the points in and actually yeah, find you out actually what have a backup in before Sunday." You can't do it like after Sunday to it's see who's your player. Yeah, didn't you had to name it? Like if you knew that the situation was happening, you just name right. the player, and then that was that. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's a good way to handle it to give yourself. So people don't people don't play this to get zeros in their lineup because of some bullshit like that. Like that's or have that's their really best not player not go out. Do. So if you can, 
Right. I mean, we're looking to put our players out there. It's fucking dumb. So if you have a way to control it like that with a simple rule, then go go for it. Well, hopefully this this uh, this this season is a little bit more smoother. But you know, every other day there's a new variant coming out. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But moving it along, let's talk about the coaches this year. We've got one, two, three, four, five coaches that may or may not be in the hot seat. For those who do not know what a hot seat is, the hot seat is uh, Rich. Tell them what the hot seat is. Uh, my my description may not be the best. It means that you're about to get your ass fired. That's yep. what's about to happen. So that's why your seat fire is hot. Gonna, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if the fire is about to hit your ass and you're about to get that ass fired, then it's a hot seat. So, yes, there are some coaches who, in particular, might be on the hot seat this season. I think Brad named the one. He's named it many times this offseason. He thinks Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach. I believe. Actually, I think that's different than a hot seat, because I just think he's gone. You think he's out of there. One and done. That that is a hot seat. Well, he's... he's I don't think it matters if he wins. He's at least going to coach a game. Uh, Jerry Jones also is kind of like a patient guy sometimes. He sticks with his coaches a little bit. He for lied a little to while. Him. He did lie to him right there in his first first meeting. And then he went out on TV and told everyone he lied to him. Jerry doesn't like to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's just waiting, waiting, biding his time. Jerry's mm-hmm. either 71 or 142. I cannot tell. I have no idea how fucking old Jerry Jones is. Pretty sure he's oh, I think he's definitely 342. Oh, <laughs> easily. Yeah, he just celebrated his 143rd birthday uh, at Dave and Buster's last week. So. You can see it right Holy here crap. in his eyes. Jesus That's where you can Christ. tell that, that he's That guy's been working since he was fucking born. He has not stopped working since he was born. That's insane. But we'll he's see what he does with fucking uh, grinder. Yeah. So the five coaches was in long the hot time ago. seat. <laughs> exactly, he beat all of those diseases. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Kingsbury, uh, uh, Nagy, Nagy. How do you say that? Nagy. That's Matt, Matt Nagy. That's Nagy, the Chicago Bears. Zimmer, coach. McCarthy, Sirianni. I feel like you guys have had it out for this guy from the beginning of the uh, season. True. Well, you I have. I Brad has it out for McCarthy, and okay. I think I think Sirianni's a joke and a placeholder. I think he. I think this thing could implode. If it implodes pretty well there, I think Sirianni will he'll get shit canned. Oh, we got. I think he's in, in a worse situation because Mike McCarthy's actually <laughs> won with Aaron Rodgers, so he might get a little more leeway. But this guy, real just, quick, who who's getting fired first during the season? Go. There you go. Um, I honestly think it's going to be fucking... It might be Mike Zimmer. I think if they explode, which I think they might, I think that defense is going to be terrible. It was bad last year. I think they got worse. They lost players. They added Patrick Peterson. It could be worse. If it blows up, I think it could be Zimmer. And actually, if you go put money on that, I'll look that up in the rest of the episode. But you can actually put money on the first coach fired. All right. So Zimmer is Rich's first coach fired. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I just wrote it down. Um, all right. I don't have a say because mm, don't know what the hell I'm saying about the coaches, but I feel like Kingsbury 
it is his year to kind of show us a thing or two, just like it is Kyler Murray's year to show us a thing or two. So hopefully uh, they prevail and, and stick around. So Yeah, I'm going to say McCarthy. All, uh, I think that's all. McCarthy? I just, yeah, I'm just going to call it out that Dak gets hurt because they rushed him I mean, back. The... And that's it for the season. McCarthy did okay in Green Bay, didn't he? I mean, he got one Super Bowl championship. How long was he there? Aaron Seven Rogers years got that or six? Or... But he was a part of it. Wasn't the coach a part of it? Dude, he didn't call any of the plays. He hated him because he called the worst plays. So Aaron Rodgers was notorious for changing the plays on him. They hated each other. Okay. So, but I, I just think he's way out whole, of his league. Well, we'll see how he does in Dallas. We'll see how he does uh, in the first game on Thursday. So, you never know. We can be talking about all this, and shit can go sideways, and and uh, who knows what's going to happen. That's why it's exciting. We didn't even talk about Kingsbury, but I think he's on the hot seat a little bit, too. He I think, I think him and Kyle are kind of on the hot seat. I, I, I oh, think him. okay. Let's let's just say the Cardinals go out there this weekend. They look befuddled. They score ten points. They get blown out thirty-one to ten. I think the narrative starts to turn real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then Kime, like he's he's hired three coaches. I think three or four coaches. So like, I think I think that's his time. I don't think you get that many coaches as a GM. So I think it could turn real quick on this thing. I do. Hopefully think not. He's Hopefully they go fucking battle. I do think he's signed good players and he's he's made good draft picks that he might have a little longer of a leash than Kingsbury because Kingsbury was somewhat unproven when he got here and he hasn't actually proven anything where, you know, Kime has brought in some great people. Hopkins, you know, J.J. Watt, you know, these That's are big, point. big names. That's a good point. That's true. If A.J. Green has a decent season, then he's he's really pulling in some signings. So yeah, I mean, he, he might have a, a lot of goodwill based on what he's done by bringing in players. Maybe he hasn't done the best with the coaches, um, but again, though, I mean, I think we all enjoyed when Bruce Arians was here. But also, something happened with that situation, and he had to leave. I mean, he retired for one year, and so I don't know. We'll see. It's just going to be interesting turns of the tides for the Cardinals this year. I hope they come out and play well at least in the first game. I, you know, they could come out with a loss and not have that narrative. But if they get blown out, then I think it's definitely going to be the narrative right out of week 1, which is troublesome. The good news yes. is we're days away and not weeks away, so it's almost here. Yeah, actually now that we talk about this, I'm going to actually change it and say uh Kime is not in the hot seat. It's just Kingsbury because, you know, the Cardinals organization is looking at the talent that's around here and saying, like, hey, man, we've put talent here. You should win. So if you don't win, it's not kind that didn't really put together point. bad people. It's Kingsbury that can't win. So I think it's really just it's on him. And maybe kind can't pick coaches from here on out. That's actually a really good point. From yeah. an outsider looking in, I think Kyler Murray <sighs> It's not right for our team, period. I don't uh, love the guy. And uh, this is a new host we're looking for. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, dude, yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, I was never a hundred percent on Kyler. I, I don't think he. This is a prove a year for him too. I think. Yeah, it is. It is exactly. So we'll give yeah. him one more year and see what the hell he does. I mean, to me, I've seen the arm talent. 
which totally. a lot of times totally. I will I will say like I don't know like I do have like a weird mind where and I've talked to Brad about this where like I see talent like I like there's a lot of times I've seen like wide receivers and I pick them up way too early in fantasy football but that's just because like I see them run routes and I'm just like oh fuck like <laughs> anybody who can run routes like that he's got to be fucking he's got to be on a roster let's go but that means like you know I've seen Kyler's arm talent that's what like blows my mind I've seen him make throws that like there's only a couple of guys in the league who could make that throw and so that like that gets me excited that's like that's why I want to stick with a guy give him that like leash to figure it out but like I, a Josh I, Allen but he's not that big you know that's the other problem like forget about you know, so I want to give him a leash but he's not even big yeah his, his confidence level his confidence level like dude step up and do it like it, it, I have no analogy for this, but all I got to say is like, it, like if you had a really good voice and you were just like in the corner, like whispering, like fucking belt your voice out, get out there, throw the fucking ball. You have a good arm. You have good accuracy. Get out there and do your thing. You're short and you're whatever, blah, blah, blah. But dude, this guy can, this guy has massive potential, but he just, a- for some reason, doesn't want to display it. I don't know if it's a confidence issue. I don't know if it's. I don't know what the fuck it is. But That's come really out and show analogy, us though, what so. you got. Yeah. So I, I like that one about the guy in the fucking corner belt. Your fucking voice. Yeah. I like yeah. That. Let's hear I it. I think I know what it is. He's afraid of making a like, really bad mistake. So he holds on the ball a little longer and he tries to wait, 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 and then just ends yeah. up running out of bounds. It's like be that Brett Favre. Be a gunslinger. Throw that ball, chuck it down the field. You throw an interception. You now have a defense that can get the ball back for you. So maybe that will help build his confidence because this defense is better too. And AJ Green and James Conner are great additions to the offensive unit. So see what happens. With that said, intermission time. Oh, I could smoke some weed. (laughs) I'm gonna go refill my. low dollar scotch tonight so mm. I'll be right back scotchy scotch momentarily yeah it's <laughs> remember like this really is radio you could just say yeah. it's high dollar scotch <laughs> yeah I mean you could well no I don't I don't like to lie I'm confident I'm good <laughs> he's confident I like the cheap shit I'll be back <laughs> alright Brad for a dab sorrow for a scotchy scotch I'm hitting two vape pens right now Sorrow's light is bright, man. You see that on the screen? Are you serious? Can I see that? It's, the, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like how can you not eyes. see that? How can you not see that? <laughs> like, how does he sleep in that light? <laughs> like, he might he's be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he's afraid of vampires coming in to get him, so he just no. sleeps in the daylight. <laughs> We've known this cat a long time. He's yeah. kept that shit a secret. That's good on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. What uh? What's going on, man? You know what? Uh, what strain you got over there? Oh, actually, I don't even know. You don't even know. Dude, I did had such a crazy day at work. I just grabbed the one out of the fridge and threw it in there. But I will tell you this: I'm in a really good spot right in now. the fridge. Yeah. It it you with your shatter? You want to keep it in the fridge because uh, once it starts to break down. It kind of turns more sugar waxy. Still potent. Well, I should say not as potent, but still totally cool to smoke. So, highly recommend. Mm. 
If you do buy a lot, keep it in the fridge. But yeah, Rich, so today was the podcast. Tomorrow, I have a fantasy draft with my uh, wife's family league. So that's pretty interesting, looking to dominate that. Because this this is the first year any of them have done an auction. So that alone kind of sets them back because... I hope you're listening, Dave, because I'm gonna I'm gonna put out some people and get your whole roster full, and then you know what? I'm just gonna pick all my people. So, and uh, my brother-in-law Zach, he actually he's done auction drafts before, so he he should be a worthy component. But and then Thursday the game starts. Salary cap, Brad. Salary cap. Thursday, sorry. baby, football. And then Thursday salary is uh, yeah, it's all right. It's a really hard one for me. Oh, and. And guess what? They, they've done away with handcuff, too. Actually, I don't even write that down. I'm glad that came up. They've done away with handcuff or handicap. Um, that's gone now, too. They call it insurance. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just soaking it all in. Insurance. You're just shocked? Shocked. Just soaking it all in. <laughs> Shocked, dismayed. Yes, that would be insurance. They were talking about it on uh, the major podcast today. Uh, they were saying I, I can kind of so see the handicap in a bet. You know, you're buying insurance, yeah. you're handicapping. I can kind of see that one. But uh, handcuff, taking away like handcuff, like because like they don't people want, get like, arrested, like, bringing up like. We can put in handcuffs. Stuff. It's, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of this stuff is pretty dumb. Like I, I understood once someone once it was said, like, yeah, we're not doing auction anymore. I was like, all right, yeah, I got you. Like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. We're, we're not auctioning. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not for the best. But yeah, like this thing, like okay, like handcuff. We just don't want to talk about handcuffs. So, okay, maybe this is like the NFL trying to clean up their image. This is like all NFL base. Yeah. They're like, hey, we get a lot of guys yeah, arrested. So, yeah. Let's distance ourselves from the handcuff mentality. Yeah. Insurance. Insurance. Sorrow, that's that's what it is now. Insurance. If you get you get somebody's backup, you're 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 getting an insurance player. Can I say no? I looked right? at a few of those. Can tonight. I just say I'm gonna call it handicuff handcuff? I won't say handicap. You can say you can do what you want, man. We're just gonna do handcuff. Lowly podcast, you know. Like, you know, maybe maybe like, you know, two years from now you're not gonna be saying that, but you know, right now go for it. Watch me, bro. Say whatever Watch the fuck me. you want, dude. Actually, you can say whatever the fuck you want because I'm gonna edit this shit, so don't even That's cool. I'm gonna say handcuff. <laughs> you can go where you, you can go where you go wherever you want, yeah. No, handcuff I'll leave in. That's that's perfectly acceptable for the podcast, yeah. I believe. Fuck them. Yeah. Handcuff goes on your right arm doubles. and your left arm. I don't know. It's together. I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I was saying, you know, there's sexy handcuffs. It doesn't have to be like a, like, police thing. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, what do you feel Sorry, about handcuffs? No, I'm mute. What are you eating? Handcuffs? What are you saying there? I was saying, like, if they have the 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 pink, uh, what do you dude, call chew. it? You <laughs> know, first. No. Go back no. on mute. Go what, dude? Go what do back you got? on mute. What are you having? <laughs> yeah, we apologize. Let's get some that. wheat thins in me. Yeah. So he's eating wheat thins. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Ritz crackers? But 
There was only a sleeve left, and my son likes Ritz crackers, so I couldn't take it from him. So I, I went for the wheat thins. Well, first off, who doesn't That's like now Ritz crackers? Little... They're fantastic. I like wheat thins too, man. Ritz crackers are good, but wheat thins are good. I like wheat thins. Dude, club crackers are anything crunchy. What's that one? Oh, it's like just like those plain, like buttery, like a saltine, buttery, buttery. Yeah, yeah. Those are good. So much crap. So much crap to eat. (laughs) All right, let's close out this intermission because we're going long. Let's do our back half. We can do the back half pretty quick tonight too. Yeah, it's pretty short, so. Yeah. Okay, we're back, everybody. We are back. The intermission went well. Um, I was chomping on wheat thins. I don't know what you guys were doing, but uh, <laughs> glad we made it back on. So I was we're going to pop right back in. Oh, yeah. We're smoking weed, <clears throat> bullshitting. You know, I, I probably would have uh, joined you, but uh, I'm a fucking lightweight. Let's just be real. So, Well, the live um, show, Sorrow, when we do our live show, I'm, I'm not letting you off the hook. You're having can I Can I have a gummy like time. at 4 p.m. and we can, you know, because... If I yeah. smoke it, goddamn, you guys will be like, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll take over the host. You goddamn host. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We'll switch it up. It's organic. I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll think, just switch over. Great. I'll just share my screen and start playing Pearl Jam the whole fucking time. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> if I get really high. Yeah. If that's, that's how what it goes. That's how it goes. goes. I think even, <laughs> even flow, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun. There you go. Um, <laughs> Eh, it'll turn into Jeremy, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> fantasy football. We had our draft, um, and things went relatively well. You guys have any news to report on? Not on just your draft or the drafts that are coming up. There are people. There are uh, leagues still drafting up until Wednesday night because the season doesn't start till Thursday. So, smart if anyone's leagues. listening, I think smart I think leagues Rich are drafting and, uh, Wednesday night. <laughs> What leagues are? <laughs> smart leagues. Solid, smart leagues. Oh, solid. People no. that want all the information. We're, we're a party league, just decision. so you guys know. We are the party league. <laughs> to be like fair, no instance, one got super injured. Justice Hill got injured. He's out <laughs> yeah. for the year. Justice Hill did get injured. Yeah. Who did? So Justice Hill. Justice Hill. Running back number two oh, in Baltimore. Was- there was, eh, it was two or three. I think this solidifies Tyson Williams as the second guy, and I think we've seen it before where this they they run the shit out of the ball with their quarterback and their running backs. Um, I think he's going to play a good role there. So I, I went out and got him. I, I think most teams should be rostering him at this point. He's definitely going to have value. I think he even has value almost as a flex two option, like right out the gate. So. I would go get that guy. I have some other waivers, guys, too, that I could throw at you guys, too, if you wanted. Did you guys, um, you want me to go through that fucking draft, though, that I did tonight? Let you guys uh, real quick, I, I want to add one guy I think people should go out and get. So, Trey, Trey Sherman, the oh, running back. Sherman, for sure. Yeah, running back for San Francisco. I went out and traded for him. Thank you, Eddie. But this guy is 243 pounds, and they say he's explosive. So to me, that tells me that I love Trey Sermon. He's then the most run-heavy scheme offense in the entire league, and Mostert has never stayed healthy well, one single season. I, so 
I go like get those him. guys who are already like in a in a role where they could actually produce a little bit. I think Trey Sermon right out the gate, like wouldn't they wouldn't you rather use him at the goal line? I think like two hundred forty three pounds. I mean Mostert is close, big, so don't get me wrong. Yeah, but Mostert's also a speed guy, like so like uh, Trey Sermon, man, he he brings it all. I remember, like, I I watch a little bit of college football. I watch Ohio State, Ohio State. So his, him as a running back, I've seen him. He's he's very good. That's a good pickup, Brad. Gracias. That's what you said to Eddie. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, activity going on in our league yeah. pre trades. Yeah, trades pre. Uh, regular season and i don't think we've had this much action in our uh uh in our league pre-regular season not even one the first this is our first year with one you know what changes things i think because we got together over at chris's i think i think we all got together and we're like all right let's let's throw some shit out when brad sent his trade over to me i was at a qt fucking gas station i was like yeah this sounds about right um (laughs) We won't get into the details, but I think we both won. So we'll see what happens there. But um, I actually did know that Eddie had just finished a round of golf and was sitting down having a drink when I sent my trade over to him. It's all timing. There's a, there's a lot that has to do with timing. I mean, you, you, know you don't people. know. You could be texting a guy. You could be texting a guy in your league and, like, somebody just, like, you know, broke a toilet seat in their house and he's like literally dealing with it in that moment or some shit like you just never know like you have no idea or somebody's just sitting there at a QT ready to look at his phone <laughs> like there's, exactly. there's I was different pumping ways. gas <laughs> you know with gas being as expensive as it is it was like 2000 bucks to fill my tank so I had a lot of time <laughs> to just sit there and be like alright this is a decent trade so Gas um, prices are high. Aaron Rodgers is high. You get a little bit of gas. You get a little bit of exactly. Gordon. Exactly. It all makes sense. We'll see. I know. I, I forgot to draft a running back. High? Yeah. His his value, not oh, him. Oh, I get it. No, I think he's Dude, definitely he's high. Right you need to trade his ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's on? Sativas. Chipotle. <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> Sativa's a Chipotle. <laughs> That's good, man. That'd be good for your team, then. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking great combination, dude. I'm hungry right now. So I'm we we already talked about uh, Tyson Williams. We already talked about Tyson. Tyson uh, Williams. I'll get let me give draft. you some. Let me give you some waivers or some early pickups too. Oh, you want me to tell you the draft? Okay. Yeah. I drafted for Sirope tonight. One of our league mates actually sings the song on the intro which we appreciate very much um he was unable to do his snake draft tonight so he did a little call out to our league and i did his draft for him um so he gave me a little bit of a little bit of a draft yeah i think snake is like it's 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 offensive to snakes man they don't want to play football (laughs) yeah i don't think we should say that that's just disgusting that we do yeah, let's let's start that thing. Yeah, what do you want to call it? Windy, the windy, windy draft. Windy draft. It sounds pretty kiddy, kid friendly. <laughs> Can't maybe really we offend bra- many people. Maybe we should brainstorm on that one. Yeah. All right, I digress. Yeah. A yeah, snake maybe. draft. I call it the <laughs> waste of fucking time draft. That's what I call it. Ooh, that, we should trademark that. 
<laughs> waste of fucking time. Oh see, you've already God. said it once. Like, like get to wait up. your turn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sit there and wait your turn. It yeah. actually, How I was happy. I will tell you one of my notes on the on this draft. It did go very quick. Uh, we were done in an hour and five minutes, so I oh, was good. pretty happy about that. Good. Like that's cool. Everybody, it, everybody in this league was right to the point. Like just was boom, it a boom, ten boom, or twelve right? owner league? Twelve team, twelve team, 12, and okay. actually they had they had sixteen roster slots. Uh, they start one. They start one extra player on over us, and then they had one extra bench. So there's two extra spots. Um, so I found that a little interesting. I, I mean, I try to do I try to do like what I would do and. And do do my best, obviously. Um, rope. So you get. Uh, a buddy, uh, so. I don't know if you're allowed to discuss this, but you get half of his earnings if you win. Uh, that's what he had said in the thing, and I told him I didn't like that, so I said, you know. And you're I'm like, no, I'll take eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> no, I, I was fair. I went the other way and said maybe a quarter, and then he came okay. back and said, well, he said let's be real fair and let's do a third. And, he, and I said, he's nice since that's what you since he's, that's what he's you guys a giving said. guy. He's a giving guy, Brad. And he was calling it out because that's what we said on the show that one day about how it's a third, a third, and a third. Mm-hmm. Third, yeah, your, uh, a third of what happens is what your draft is. A third is your waivers and trades, and a third is luck. So, so you get the yes, third. He was, he was calling right. that. So I'll get the Not third bad. if we make any money. So, yeah. Um, he gave me a little bit of a diagram. He gave me, like, about four names or so for each round to through about the sixth round. So I tried to, like, you know, for the first part of the draft, keep to that as much as I could. I did have a little fumble where I had to, like, make a decision on my own kind of right out the gate. Um, but it got to one of his guys was there at number seven. He was in the seven hole. So I got Aaron Jones for him. So I thought I, I thought that was a solid pickup really at seven, uh, full PPR league. Uh, they start two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex. So I did Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson. That was where all of his guys were gone. Somebody took DK who was on that line, which I thought would have been a great pickup right there. Somebody took DK right before that, so it left me in that like zone. And I said, you know what, I do like Antonio Gibson in general this year. I think he's going to catch a lot of balls. Um, I think he's a really good running back. I think, Charles, you had him last year, so I think you would agree. He's he's a stellar back, really, in my opinion. And I, I, I lean towards getting a second back for him in that moment, and I felt like Gibson was kind of like a stud, so I got him that. Uh, I went back to like his program for a little bit. I went C.D. Lamb at 31. I went Mike Evans. Um, so that's, that's like his starting guys right there and then we did mark andrews which i thought was pretty pretty stellar right there and then uh jerry judy that was my next pick i kind of got in like no man's land a little bit there i think that might have been like i kind of maybe like went a little too early for him on that one but i'm not sure so it it was it's interesting with those drafts because you like you get like start to get a feel of like oh these guys are like gonna pull off like four or five wide receivers in a row here (laughs) I come back around. I'm not going to have what I was looking for. So, so he had. I had him picked. We picked Mike Evans with 42. I picked Tom Brady because there was a run going on on quarterbacks. I picked Tom Brady at 79. So I stacked that for him. Um, I felt like what I didn't do for him in the draft was get him running backs. A lot of running backs. But you know, it's full PPR. So I felt like. What I did get in Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, our guys who are going to catch the ball, but I backed up 
uh, Aaron Jones. I got him AJ Dillon. So I felt like uh, that was a good one. And then I did pick up Trey Sermon tonight. So I got him that guy. Um, defense, I got him the Ravens. I got a, we got to hear a uh, update in about six to eight weeks to see where his yeah. record's at and yeah. who is still remaining. Do you have any idea how many acquisitions they have in that league or no? I actually don't. Um, I was on my iPad. I was trying. I, I did. I tried to look up all the rules and stuff and try to, like, figure out some stuff. And I tried to do, like, as, as if it was going to be my league if I was going to be playing it. I mean... I am offered a third of the money, so I, I hope I hope we do well. It's something interesting. I mean, actually, Brad and I have discussed it this off season that we kind of like feel like we might venture into doing a little higher stakes, just him and I co-managing a team, um, just in like kind of more of a professional setting. Yeah, you guys, you guys can co-manage like a dozen teams, and at thirty-three percent, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, specifically for, like, next year, Brad and I just want to do, like, a league together and, like, depends right. on the buy-in, but we'll figure out the buy-in that we want to, that we're comfortable with. Oh, co-manage, like, the it, two of you co-manage a big dollar, team. like, a 500 like or $600 league. thousand dollars buy-in, something, something yeah. big. Yeah. 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 And, like, that way, like, him and I, because, like, him and I have a lot of conversations about this shit, but, you know, it's like, we are operating two different teams whereas like if we had one team him and i could make a lot of decisions together and we'd like sit there yep. and bebop it and go okay well no man this guy's the better player you're right okay let's do that and like so if we didn't have conflicting interests on that shit i, th- I feel like we could we could really kick some ass in a league so well, you just gotta and, make no sure you have an to our op- league, but the competitiveness is kind of kind of gone by the wayside it, it seems like you know some people <laughs> Once their team kind of goes down, it's just this and that. Stop. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Those days are over, Brad. Stop. The people that used to That's drop everyone. I was everyone. just fuck, uh, fuck you to Jeff, just in case you. Unnamed, unnamed. <clears throat> I was you about to name one, <laughs> but they're unnamed. Like I forgot about that. The mo- the the majority of everyone involved at least puts a lineup in it. If they don't, they get a text message from about half the league like, hey, prick, put a fucking lineup in because you're going <laughs> to fuck the whole system up. Fucking do so, this shit, yeah. <clears throat> you guys, we've been in this league for like 11 years now, right? So in the mm-hmm. beginning, we had a couple of uh, owners that dumped Jokers. their team, right? And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you being a giant douche? You're 47. Stop doing this shit. It's just fantasy football, right? And though they're gone. We do not have any of those people left in this league anymore. So everyone from last year, and I believe the year before, no, maybe just last year, returned. And um, the newest guy, Zach, the champion, rookie champion, which who I face in week one, and uh, I hope to kick the crap out of, but we'll see what happens. But we have a we have a pretty good uh, pretty good solid twelve going, you know. And I'll include you, Zach, just just because you won the goddamn year. But um, you had a good draft this year too, so I, yeah. I gotta give him a little respect. I felt like he had a pretty good draft. Other yeah, than, yeah. Um, I feel like half the teams are pretty good. J.K. Dominance. No, I, I felt like. 
most teams did a really good draft this year, and then there was a couple of like fatal flaws, and then some of those went away. Like I felt like Sorrow did have kind of like a big error, but was able to like at least correct it to a degree. Semi correct it. Um, we'll see what happens. Brad, real quick, I had a point for you. But if we're going to play these other leagues and we're going to go make money on some fools because we're so good at fantasy football, which we are, and I agree, you have to understand there might come a time when we're playing in a PPR league. And all that means is that we just need to take our knowledge and put it towards that too. We can be there too. I'm just I'm saying you have to be I've changed. I'm just saying like a lot of a lot of the, like the biggest money leagues are pretty much going to be a PPR. Rich, I didn't even want a kicker in our league, and then I went out and spent four bucks on it. So I can adapt. To this. <laughs> I know, you're, you're adaptable. You're adaptable I mean, as a motherfucker. I'm a chameleon. <laughs> come, 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 Kickers come, are come. crucial, bro. Crucial. All right. So All, show. Right. All right. We got anything else we're talking? What else? We just want Did to it? talk about Rich's bets real quick. Real oh, quick. Shit. Real quick. Week one's in, like week one's 90 important. seconds. Yeah. Okay, ninety seconds. That's I'm gonna give you three, so that's three thirty seconds each. Thirty seconds each. Okay. Now it's twenty seven. Okay, week one. Alright, I'm going New Orleans plus four and a half. Uh, against Green Bay. I think the change of venue into Jacksonville is a problem for Green Bay. I think there is a little bit of drama still in Green Bay. Um David Bakhtiari. The offensive lineman is not going to be playing in this game. I think that's an issue. So I think New Orleans' defense will get after Aaron Rodgers quite a bit. I was looking at the under, and then it clicked with me that I like New Orleans. Was that 30 seconds? Good. Next. Boom. Boom. Killed it. Okay. Thursday night. Let's get some action going. Uh, I've got Brady's over-under on two and a half touchdowns. I'm going to take that over. The over is plus 165. Yes, yes, yes. Plus 165 tonight. I think he's throwing three at least on opening night. I think four is more likely. Boom. I think Sorrow likes hearing that. So I love Hell this Hell yeah, bet. I do. Plus 165. So that's opening night. Let's go fucking make some money on opening night. I had one more. I've lost it. Uh, Patriots, Miami. I like the under. I know I said I'm not good at over-unders, though, so don't don't go heavy with this bet. But I like the under. I like these two defenses. I like Bill Belichick planning for Tua. Um, I like the fact that it's Mac Jones. I like the fact that it's Brian Flores versus Bill Belichick. All that leads to under to me. It's at 44 or 45, somewhere in there. Under. Um, yep, okay. I like the under, yeah. That's it. Boom, boom. I, I think we need a... Uh... I think we need like some sort of a bell in between your so like after the first one like ding 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 next one ding 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 next one boom all right all right that's we need, that's why we, we need, need that, the producer yeah we need the producer because you got to yes. hit that fucking button can we do like I a bamboo button, bell so. make it more organic <clears throat> what's a bamboo bell what's that I don't know what the it fuck sounds like more organic Did you just make something or up? or yeah, or yeah. Or the or the caca. Oh. Or the caca. The caca at the end. I got the caca. That could be good too. Look at caca. Yeah. I I think I'm gonna smoke right here before while we wrap up. Yeah, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up with um a couple things. I just wanna point out a couple of 
I guess they're not sponsors, but people that like the show or companies that like the show. Peyton's Place on Warner and AZ and Chandler. It's Brad, actually a smoke shop right next to my house. They're actually a, smoke a wonderful shop. Okay. place. They actually helped us out, and uh, we can't tell you right now, but we will have a nice little, uh, I, don't, I can't say raffle, but giveaway for our listeners giveaway. coming up here. Yeah, some sort so. of giveaway. We will we will let you know next episode. The, what about the other one? Can I mention the kind other meds? one? Kind yeah, Meds. Yeah, Kind Meds is a wonderful AZ, dispensary. South of Guadalupe near it's near right Costco, Costco. So yeah, if you're in Chandler, yep. If you're in Chandler, you know where it is. But these people, they're great. They know their fucking buds. They know their wax. They know their edibles. Everything. They they've been around. You know, you go to some dispensaries. You got like a lot of turnover with people. These people have been around for years and years. So like, you see the same face, same. Same person every time, so and they got good deals too. So definitely check them out. That's where I go every time. Well, with that said, organic football podcast, Facebook, Instagram, all of them. I don't even know. There's like fifty five other ones out there. Uh, how to listen? How to listen? Rich, what do we got? Amazon. We got i. Uh, what the hell is it called? iHeartRadio. Pandora, Spotify. Oh. Spotify is a good one. I really like Spotify, actually. You know what? I do, too. Spotify, you can click, uh, like, you can speed up and slow down. They, they have it on some of the other ones, but they have 1.2 on Spotify, which is, like, almost perfect for listening to, like, most things. I, I think, actually, like, even us is, is best on 1.2. So, a little ad for Spotify. So hey, I'm going to challenge, challenge our faithful of... listeners. Yeah. Tell one friend. Yeah. Tell one friend, be like, hey, if you like us, say, check these guys out. Or you don't, say, hey, check these goofballs out. But still, hit the like, hit the subscribe. And just subscribe. Hit that subscribe button, and it'll automatically yeah. download. You don't even have to listen to us all every week. You know, just, just hit that But you probably button. should, because it's a lot yeah. of fun. We have a lot of fun doing <laughs> this, so I think you guys would have a lot of fun listening to it, as far as I'm concerned. The people I've talked to have a great fucking time. And that's... I'm not bragging, but I kind of am. But anyway... Um, five I out hope, of five dentists recommended. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I hope... <laughs> exactly. I hope you guys subscribe. I hope you guys, uh, you know, throw in some questions and stick around. The season's starting. We're all excited. So, with that said, have a good freaking night. And... Uh, you guys have anything else to say? Let's get this fucking football season going, baby. It's going to be awesome. Be old. prepared, Dave. Thursday night, baby. Get prepared. Here we be go. Be prepared, Dave. <laughs> the look on your face. Oh, shout out to my father-in-law. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All right. We will see everybody. Or, well, we'll kind of see you next week. But we'll see you next week. And we'll talk about week one. This is Brad, Rich, and myself, Sorrow with the Organic Football Podcast. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you another time. Peace.
So I just found that ironical.